0: Yo, people, welcome back to the E-Man Effect podcast. with myself, E-Man and... Mary Asuko. Uh, I feel like your, your mouth was already open before I even... I don't know. I did even get to do my, my, my intro, like... Before. Anyway, and my beautiful wife, the wonderful, the amazing, mother of four, business owner... Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: Okay. An employee doing it all... Woman of the year. Oh, my. Every year How in is? my life. <laughs> the one and only. Miriam. Now that's an intro, people. That's an intro. Listen, okay. if your man don't intro, let oh, yeah, let me not even. Let me not even. Hey. Well, I'm, going to be you. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm
0: good, I'm good. It's been a minute, man. How are you?
1: I'm alright. It's been a minute. We've had um obviously studio change. We're now recording somewhere else.
0: Because people are busy.
1: People are busy. I'm um, working
0: now. Can't go to the. Can't go to the studio. So yeah, it's cool. It's cool. But this is nice.
1: This is comfortable.
0: This is lovely. This is our home.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, so this is nice. A little bit
1: that you can we'll see. see. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah. Yeah. Man. So how you been? What you been up to? Tell the people. They're they're interested.
1: Um, I've been good. i um, started a new position. Um, a couple of weeks ago. So that's been fun. Trying to get into that, trying to get my head around it while trying to be mum, wife, mm-hmm. business owner. I'm still making cakes, but I'm more focusing on wedding cakes now, mm-hmm. um, which was always the plan, but yeah. COVID and panoramic came and shifted yeah. it, but going back on track with that. Kids are good. Um, Mia just had, what, have um the pox, chicken pox, so, but she's back at nursery now. So, it's just been a lot going on with the kids, work, business, life, but, Finding balance now,
0: so yeah, we're back. We're back. What about you? Yeah, been good. Been busy. I'm really proud of you. Been amazing. I think it's um, it's important. Like I know you say it like it's nothing, but you know it's important what you've done, what you're able to do, how you're able to, you know, this cost of living crisis and everything that's thrown at you. You've been able to rebalance. Okay, you know, yeah, you had a business. You enjoyed your business. It was it, it was great, but you understood the time where it was like actually. I can make more doing something else and, and and let me actually put my energy, put my focus into that and I think that 's a lesson for people that at home. you might be doing something you might have a job that you don 't like you might have a business that you do you might have a job that you do like, but it 's not paying you enough. you might have a business that you enjoy but it 's still not paying you enough and and that might be just because of the cost of living, everything that 's going up, and so forth you 've got to make adjustments like you can 't just assume that you know you 'll get by you know, and I think you 're a great example of someone who has seeing the obstacles that have been put in front of all of us, the whole country yeah. and the whole world really, and, and being able to find a way to maneuver to make it work for you. Do you know what I mean? And still be able to be a, a present mum, be a present wife, be present for yourself and have time for yourself as well. I think that's that's something that this change is really gonna make. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I think
0: that's something that's important to the both of us was you actually having time to be, you know, Mimi, have time to be Mimi, not everyday wife, not everyday mum, not everyday worker. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's important because it is about balance. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, for me, I've been I've been been busy. Mm-hmm. You know, life is good, uh, but I do what I love. So I think is I think we're very different. Do you know what I mean? We're in we we we're on this journey together, but we're we're definitely taking these steps differently. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I found what I love. I I love what I do. I don't I don't really stress. I, I thank God. You know, I become more and more busier, more and more, every every week, more, new people are finding me, new people are finding the company, new people are interacting. I don't advertise one-to-ones, they're booked every week. Like, it's, it's beautiful, it's yeah. beautiful that, you know, my ideal client now is able to see me, able to find me, able to relate to me, and, and is willing to see the value that I can offer and pay for it. And, you know, that that means that I get to live the life that I enjoy. We're back outside, so I'm doing talks, which... Oh, Mimi, I love being on that stage, you know, just on the stage, just giving it to them, the jokes, the comedy, the the finance element, the entertainment. And I think, you know, I love to be able to put on a show for people, you know, people buy their tickets to get into the room. I really want them to feel like, you know, they've left with their money's worth and they've got value and and the feedback has been amazing. So, you know, we're enjoying life. I can't even lie, Mimi, like, I'm enjoying life. And I know, like, some people don't want to hear it. Like, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, there's a crisis, there's everything, but, you know, I do what I love and what I love is to help people and I get to help people and get paid to do it. So, you know, I just encourage everyone, like, find your passion, find a way to monetize your passion because life is so much easier when you're doing that. But yeah, man, what are you talking about today?
1: So, before we move on to what we're talking about, I just wanted to say, so on Saturday, we went to Birmingham for the UK BB show and it's not often I get to see Emmanuel speak because obviously we have four kids you know, um, so I normally stay at home while he does what he does. And it was so refreshing to seeing him back in his element and just to see the energy that he puts out and the, um, warmth and empathy that he gives to people and the way people receive the message that he shares as well oh, shut man. up Don't so, um yeah it was definitely it was definitely nice and refreshing yeah, to see it. and you know it was nice to be in a different environment seeing those of lovely businesses as well so yeah that's all I'll add to your passion
0: yeah no big up big up all the all these places that are creating platforms and you know thinking of me and I think that's amazing like no black business show Raphael's done such an amazing thing over there I'm going to get Raphael on on the podcast soon and to be able to you know use that platform and be on that platform and be considered to be one of so many amazing black people that are doing stuff to say look come and speak to the people and add value is is amazing and and a privilege in itself
1: yeah so, yeah. Absolutely. So, what are we talking about? So, yesterday when we were doing the school run, they were talking about Romeo? No, Brooklyn? I forgot the more Anyway, one of the Beckham kids got married recently and it's come out that he's taken his missus's name because I think she's a lot more wealthier I'm not sure if that's the reason but she's a lot more wealthier than he is and they've both decided to take each other's name and become a double barrel name and we said I think and people were phoning in with their thoughts questions about if they would take their husband's names or their wife's name and we were kind of talking about what were non-negotiables or things that we would not give up before we got married. And so we've created like a little list and we're just going to go through that and talk about it. So Emmanuel, looking at the list, your top point was taking name.
0: So, so we've got five, we got five points each. Yeah. We've got five points each. We're going to, we're going to share our five. Mm-hmm. For me personally, <laughs> number, that taking name thing is wild. Like, do you know what I mean? Like for me, like, and where does it stop? I can't say anything to the car, Like, Okay. So let's say now we, du- we doubled our our name. And we give that to our kids. Okay. Then our kids get married, and then they add another name. When does it stop? You start having surnames longer than, <laughs> than your first name and middle name put together. It do- it doesn't make sense. So for me, that like I get in certain reasons. Like when they like that's wealth. Mm. I understand that. That's wealth. You don't. I don't know that family. I know I've heard that they're very wealthy, and you never know. They might have a. a might not have that many boys in the family and so forth, and they don't want that family name to go. So that's, that's wealth and that's a legacy. And I, and I, I totally understand why you would want to make sure that you keep that name. And especially if you've been taught and grown up with being proud of having that family name, I can understand why you want to keep it. Me personally, if I tried to marry you and you said to me, uh, I'm, not taking, I'm not taking your name or double barrel, I'd be like, okay, don't worry, I'll find somebody that's serious. Why?
1: Why do you think that though? Like, what is it that says that would be you have? Why would you be against at least a double barrel?
0: My name is I'm Nigerian. That's number one. Nigerian number one. Number two, number two. I'm Nigerian. Like (laughs) number three, I'm a black man. Like what? I don't understand. I'm a man. Like for me personally, I know what I'm providing. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing. I know that. You are leaving your family and coming over to me and to my family. And I know the responsibilities in regards of taking care of you, looking after you. I know people go back to, oh, you're my possession and da-da-da-da-da. That's why they did the name. At the end of the day, if two become one, how come two become one become double-double? Are are we one or are we not one? So if we're one, there's one name, one surname. So for me, it only makes sense that you come. Now, I totally understand. If you said to me, Oh, you know what? My 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 family name is really important to me, um, and I'd like to make my family name mm-hmm. a middle name mm-hmm. and change that on Depot and put it as a middle name, but not double barrel. Our kids are not gonna like if that's something personal yeah. to you. Then you change it for you, but not for our kids. But what
1: if the the lady was like, okay, the kids will have your full surname, but I will still have double barrel on my surname?
0: I don't understand. <laughs> I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Why would you do Why? Why would you do that? I don't know, I'm just asking. It's just... No, it's the answer. Not for me. Like, and I think you've got to know what's, what's important to you. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I know what. Like, because at the end of the day, I know what I'm bringing and, and what I'm doing and how I'm going to look after you. I know how I'm going to protect you. I know the lifestyle I'm going to give to you. I know the energy I'm going to put into you. I'm only doing that because we are one. Mm. If you still feel like you want to be with, part of something, like you still belong somewhere else yeah. and you want to be somewhere else, then be there. Then you're not ready to be with me. Okay. I'll find someone that wants to be with me and is committed to me and, and what we're trying to build over here. Okay. And that's the Asukos. Like, I totally get it. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you'd be wrong if, if that's what you wanted. Okay. That's just not right for me. And I think that's where people go wrong. Because people are like, oh, no, that's an old school mentality. That's a... No, that's fine. Do you. Uh Like, I'm not saying that you must marry me. I'm just saying the person I marry will be accepting of the fact that they're going to be in a super, and there's no double barrel to that. If that's not you, if that's not something you're comfortable with, that you have every right not to be comfortable with that. And you have every right to find somebody that wants to do that double barrel thing. That's just not me.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. No, 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 you're not saying that in here. You're not saying that in here. You're laughing. (laughs)
1: I'm laughing because it's such. Do you know what? I remember when we got married, right? Mm-hmm. And um, on Facebook, I had put it obviously Miriam Ellams for. And when we got married, I literally changed it to Miriam Ellams or something. And he was like, What are you doing? And I explained to him, and he was like, I hear what you're saying, yeah? And I, it's a guaranteed point, but you're married now. Change. <laughs> change up and I had to change up and I had to respect his I wasn't even trying to be double barrel it was just like a a transitional phase but I understood where he came from and I changed it up straight away once we got married but and even bank cards and stuff everything had to get changed eventually everything gets changed because your password gets changed and all of that stuff but I understand where you're coming from and I think yeah if you're with someone who's accepting of double barrel fine some people don't even mind you changing your name some people are
0: all on some people don't even like their surname we heard on the radio someone said, yeah. "I don't like my surname." A man them said, "I don't like my surname. I can't wait to find a wife, I marry and take her and name because I hate my name, my surname." You know when these men have got eagles bottomed. And
1: know. Uh, I heard some a guy who said that he took his missus's name because she has a child yeah. from previous relationship, and, and she ended up taking. And I think the child has the missus's surname, but he wanted to feel like he didn't want the child to feel left out because if the wife took his name so he took her name so the child wouldn't feel left out which okay but yeah anyway everyone do what you want to do and be happy with you
0: <laughs> could never change so- my release change my surname for somebody else's child somebody else's sperm
1: oh gosh did you have to go there
0: huh? somebody else's sperm <laughs> And I've changed. I've, I've, my whole legacy, my whole is gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Lord have mercy.
1: Okay. Um. So we'll move on swiftly. So yes. mine was um not ambitious slash broke. Okay. Guys, explain
0: something because, <laughs> because everyone is too ambitious.
1: Look, gone. yeah, I'm an ambitious babe. Mm. Always been... Always knew where I wanted to go to in life. Always knew. Why are you clapping like Denzel Washington? <laughs> I have to. Um, I need to make the point. Why are you clapping my, like Denzel? I always said that whoever... Denzel like, was a G. He made a point. Are you a gangster? I'm a gangster. Hi. And And um, I didn't... And I always felt like I wanted someone who could match me or was above me in ambition mm-hmm. and finances. Because mm-hmm. I know that... I was going to work hard to get to where I am. Mm-hmm. And society has shown, it might be different now, but when back then society showed that if a um, woman was earning more than a guy, mm-hmm. the guy was unhappy and the guy would try and downgrade the lady in a way because he wasn't making as much money as her or he didn't have the same ambition. It might be different now because we're living in the 21st century and everything is equal and them things there. But I just knew that I I couldn't be with someone who didn't have ambition or was broke because I knew what I brought to the table as everyone's always asking, what do you bring to the table? I knew what I was bringing to the table and I wasn't going to have a guy tell me because I was earning more than him. I had to shine. I had to dim my light to make his light shine. No.
0: Why are you? Why do women say, "Listen, you is you don't want to marry someone broke, but don't act like ah, uh, you lot are balling. Like it's not matched. Do you know what I mean? Why is, like, I don't understand, So, so, women. so, so, women, but like, not every woman is is making dough, but she still expects her man to make dough.
1: No, I didn't. Yeah, but I'm saying that I'm not talking about women, not the women that are not making dough. I'm just saying for me personally, I knew that I, was, I had a trajectory for where I wanted to go to. And I wanted someone that would not be upset if I was working late or I had to put the hours in because they were on their same grind and they were on the same hustle. Now, there's some women that are not making the same money as men, and that's fine. And there's some women that are making more money than men. But it's the mindset of the guy that you're with. Because if a guy sees you and says, oh, you're working hard, I'm going to match you and work hard because we're building for a future, then let's walk together. But if you're like, oh, you're working hard and you start put, picking on other things because they are not, they don't feel like they're working as hard as me, then our energies don't match and we don't have to be mm-hmm. together.
0: Yeah, I hear. I, hear. I, think, I think it's important for, for some people that is important. For me, I feel like for most women, they don't want to be with a broke guy. You know what I mean? There are guys that are ambitious, but they're broke and girls will throw them in the bin. Do you know what I mean? There are men that have ambition that want to be, but their current situation doesn't match where they want to be. And there are a lot of girls that don't don't see potential anymore. I don't think people are like, oh yeah, he's got potential. I think people are like, well, wow, he hasn't made it. Let me find someone that made no, it. But I feel there are like, so many women looking for ready mates.
1: Yeah, but I hear you what you're saying, but I feel like ambition without action is nothing.
0: Yeah, but you can be ambitious. So I don't know. I don't know. There are so many, investors, there are so many creators, mm-hmm. like, it takes time to do stuff, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you can have ambition to do something, mm-hmm. but are women willing to give them the time to achieve their ambition?
1: Well, I can't speak on other women, but if, if you've shown that you're willing to put in the work to, to, to get to your ambition, to be fair, I don't know, I can't speak on other women.
0: Yeah. So I can't, I no, can't answer that question. Why can't, can't you speak on, uh, you're a woman? uh
1: but I know, but things I know women who have who are with guys and they could see the potential and mm-hmm. are with the guys so and they them. helps the guys and and what's the word nurtured that ambition and is grown into something successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this, yes, in I think nowadays everyone is looking for ready made because nobody wants to work. Yeah. I think now.
0: There is See, that. for
1: me, now you said everyone. No. Uh-uh, not
0: Please, or no. oh, not everyone? Okay,
1: not everyone, but nowadays, I feel like people are looking for ready-made. They're looking for that guy who's built some up. People looking, uh-uh, please, okay. some,
0: people some people are looking, please, I know the comments. Some
1: people are looking for guys who are ready-made and they just want to get in there, build a nice life, and will not want to contribute in any way possible. I'm not saying that per se. I'm just saying some women are willing to work and put the effort yeah, because they can see the value that the man brings to their life and some women are
0: not. Okay, cool. That's fine. I'm with that.
1: Okay, your next point. Oh, good. Smoking slash smell.
0: Yeah, no, I, I just can't do it, man. I just can't. I don't like smoking. I don't smoke myself. I don't like smoking. I don't like the smell of it either. Like, after people smoke and so, so forth. Um, and I don't like smells. Like, the truth is that I'm a man that, especially when I was younger, I sweat a lot. Do you know what I mean? And so it makes you very conscious. And so you become into a place where you, you know, make sure you're clean and and so forth. So I can't be as a man that sweats like this and knows that I take time to make sure that I, I smell good or I take time to make sure that me, I carry... I carry flannel, I carry perfume, I carry the odorant, I make sure that, do you know what I mean? I will take it. If I know that I've got, a, if I get in a train and I've got a long walk to my destination where I'm meeting, I'll make sure that I'll take a, I'll take a cab to the destination rather than walk. So I'll get places early. So if I have to walk, I can walk slow so that I don't, this is me. This is the type of detail that I'm taking in order to make sure that I'm presented right and I smell right. And that's how much I take smell as an important thing. Mm-hmm especially as someone that is a hugger. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm a person that likes to hug people and so yeah, forth. Okay. Don't mind you. Anyway, and so as a person that's a hugger, like I need to make sure that I smell good and so forth. So for me, a woman that doesn't smell right, I don't know, I'm nervous. How are you going to raise my kids? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A woman that, for me, the whole smoking thing, I'm not saying that women that, that smoke, smell, like obviously you can you can spray, you can do stuff and all of that type. But just for me, the, the whole smoking thing that, Oh, yeah, especially now you've got to go outside. So imagine we're together and then, oh, yeah, sorry, babe, I just need to go and smoke for 10, 15 minutes. Oh, wow. And then you're outside and then all your smoking buddies are outside with you and you're, and you're puff puffing and I'm here sitting down playing Angry Birds. What's, oh, what am I doing? Oh. It's, it's, it's just not for me. It's not a lifestyle. I feel like, you know, you know and, and, you know, especially when you're in outside spaces mm-hmm. where you're allowed to smoke, now you're going to be, are gonna be seen. Yeah. They are gonna be smoking, and the the, the thing is gonna be breathing past my nose. Is it? It's not for me. No, uh, it's ahead, just not me. for me at all. Oh lord, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just it's not. And then also something, especially something, it's not something I believe in. Mm-hmm. To then have set that example of smoking to our kids, yeah, that's a that's a strong influence that you could then then have on our kids smoking. Mm do you know what I mean so again these are things for me being a family orientated person and family being so important to me these are the types of things that I would think about before you know starting a family with something yo my people if you're liking the podcast liking the juice and the sauce that we're providing yeah, make sure you share. Don't be selfish. Don't be keeping it to yourself, keeping all the good stuff like a hoarder. Oh, and no. Share it out. Let the people ever know and keep it out there. Where can they find us?
1: You can find us on Spotify, Apple and Amazon. Please follow us. Thank you. Blessings. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I don't like smoking either. And just Even sometimes you get in an Uber and you can smell it and you're just like gagging. Just like, yeah. So mine was... I think how a guy presents himself. So no hygiene. Maybe they don't have the best dress. Uh, When you go around to their house, their house looks unkept. You get in their car. There's food everywhere. It's not something for me. I felt like the way a guy presents himself and how he treats himself is how he will treat me Mm. because if you look after yourself you look after your space you look after your environment that's you will do the same for the person that you're in a relationship with Mm. when Emmanuel and I got married and we moved in together we were going through his clothes and I just remember thinking nah this is not for me and I literally threw away half his wardrobe within a week of us moving <laughs> in together.
0: <laughs> <Good>.
1: <laughs> and I know at the time he was angry, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he will say now the way he dresses and the way I've helped him along the way because he's very opinionated in how he wants to look as well. I think he would agree that now I did the right thing even though then he would disagree
0: with it. No, nah, I, I just feel like, I feel like people, you dress to your personality, isn't it? And also at the time, that. Like, I had loads of like machino that had machino written all over it. Okay. I had trousers that had machino written all over it. I had iceberg and with, <laughs> a Snoop- a visu- Snoop- like with Snoopy on it and all of these types of things. These were the, the things in the culture at the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, obviously, when you now get married, you might still have these things in your wardrobe. So a lot of the stuff did need to let, let get let go. Anyway, you know, the one thing that did upset me was my basketball jumper. Obviously, I'm a big basketball person. I played basketball at a high level, you know, when I, in my youth. And um, to, I had a jumper that had all the different basketball teams, badges on the jumper. Um, it cost me a lot of money. And the woman, she put it in the pile to throw away. Um, I took it back out of the pile to throw away and put it back. Within a couple of weeks, it went missing. She's laughing. That was painful. It was painful.
1: <laughs> Please. I know everybody else says always talk to you guys like you're gonna respond. But if your man stepped out with you with a jumper, say with all the badges of the premiership on it, would you what would you say to him? Please tell me what would you say? Because this
0: <laughs> maybe it was, okay, maybe it, it had the main teams on it. It was all over the jumper. It was I'm just saying I'm a I'm an outgoing person, I'm bubbly. Oh. I'm bubbly I'm outgoing I
1: you but this is I how I This is, to sit in the house that's how I want to, to dress
0: you missing you went missing 800%
1: went
0: missing you missing like the kids Turkish delight it's gone it, missing it, it, it's, it's, it's painful our son is still asking what happened to the Turkish delight <coughs> the neighbor gave him Turkish delight he didn't delight the mum the mum no. the mum got rid of that For so anyway, anyway let's move these on these things happen <laughs> Miriam things got missing <laughs> hmm this is your trait now Things go missing.
1: Look here. Yeah, if I will protect mine, and if things need to go missing to protect mine, I will protect mine. But anyway, not being Christian
0: is that yours? That's yours. Is that okay. mine? Yes. Mine. Not being Christian. Okay, uh-huh. cool. So this was a big thing for me. So m- obviously my faith is big, and um, you know I grew up, I grew up in a church, and that's a really important thing to me. There was a girl that I was, you know, very close with. Uh-huh. Oh, you started again. There's a girl I was very close with who was. He was Muslim and um, we worked together at Barclays and, you know, we were very close. We even went on holiday together, like, we were proper close, like, and um, I realized that her being Muslim, she said what, what her sister had married someone Christian and that, you know, her family had kind of disowned the sister and so forth. And I was like, I can never make you, and again, it comes back to me being a family-orientated person. For me, family is so important. The opinions of my family I hold more important than the opinions of people outside. Do you know what I mean? I, don't want, I would never want to be a hero to everyone outside and my family look at me as a traitor or somebody that has you know, disappointed them or let them go. The opinions of my family and close friends are more important to me than the opinions of people, strangers or the nation. Do you know what I mean? And so for me, like I could never make you pick between me and your family. And so, for me, it was important for me to to not and, and and I'll be honest. That was one of the first women that I spent a lot of time with. That man never beat. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Lord, she looked at. I'm just being honest, guys. Can I be honest here? I don't understand them. I'm not allowed to be honest. It's a podcast. We be honest on the podcast, uh-huh. like. Anyway. And for those that don't understand slang, beat doesn't mean beating like domestic violence. Beat means sexually in in a sexual manner. I just wanna. I just want to, just, I don't want, I don't want it. I don't want to get cancelled because they say Emmanuel beats women. I don't want that. Okay, that was just slang. Okay, just to make sure. But that was how much, how important I didn't want to cross the boundary of being with someone that wasn't Christian. Do you know what I mean?
1: Wow. Okay. No, I agree. Faith is a big thing for both of us. We met in church, so um, it's something that has impacted on our life a lot and it's yeah. something that continues to be a huge, huge, huge part of our journey yeah. for as parents, as husband and wife, family members. So yeah, faith faith was always going to be a big thing.
0: So definitely and I think all, there's benefits as also because even from learning from that, I was able to learn that actually, you know, build a relationship. You can build a relationship with someone and don't have to be sexual. Do you know what I mean? Which is something that I had always struggled with beforehand so ha- having that experience helped when I met you and you were like well until we get married they're not gonna I said ah ah but luckily uh-huh. the Lord God helped me but you see that's how you got married quickly uh-huh. she knew what she was doing listen women women are playing chess every day I want you to know that <laughs> man them this is for you forget them man, them man them this is for you women are playing chess every day they they don't even they might not even never have played chess but they are playing chess. They are thinking three, four, five steps ahead all the time. Do you know what I mean? So we, are, we too, we need to be getting into our chess and we need to be understanding when they're doing, they're already full about your reaction. Sometimes you might even now think, do I react in this way? Because she knows I'm going to react in this way and this is going to lead to what she really wants. Okay? So now we have to start also playing chess. Okay? So God don't, listen him. Him. Ah. don't listen
1: to him. Don't listen to him. This is the old Emmanuel. This is pre-married Emmanuel talking. Don't listen to this person. My my number three is a lot of girlfriends slash exes slash boundaries. Mm. So, oh lord, um,
0: let me just drink water mind my business and drink some water.
1: When I met Emmanuel, Emmanuel had. I don't. Know, I don't even know how many girls on rotation. God forbid. <laughs> and um, I realized quite soon on that he was very popular. I'll put that in inverted commas there. And I, I think I must have said to him like one time, and I was like, "If I wasn't with you and your phone was bending up, who are you? Are you going to answer the phone?" And he looked at me, but he didn't respond, which kind of gave me the answer. But soon. As our relationship progressed, I think he realised that if I was going to stay in the picture, he had to let go of a lot of girls that were friends, ex-girlfriends. And we had to put some boundaries in place because I just wasn't going to have it because I wasn't going to share my man with other people and so yeah so that was something that was quite big for me because I realised if someone is talking to everyone else they can't focus on you and if they're not focusing on you then they're not serious about you and we had he had to make that decision on if he was going to pursue me wholeheartedly then he had to get rid of said people we're married now and some said people um are still around to be fair but Emmanuel's a great guy, so I can't necessarily blame them. But we have boundaries on how he can interact with like, people of the opposite sex that are not family or cousins or friends. And um, it's something that we... <laughs> oh, my gosh. What do you want
0: I'm to just say? Me? what you want to say. You're, <laughs> you're, you're doing your, your big speech. speech. So your anyway, speech. so,
1: yeah, that was a big thing for me. And as we progressed in our relationship, yeah, it was... Um, we talked about it and we came to a mutual agreement.
0: Anyway, man, you just got to be careful because women will make you just, like, they're very possessive. Very, oh, my woman anyway. Very possessive, like, do you know what I mean? And it's one of those things where there are friends, like, friends that you've had before your missus even even knew who you was. You've been friends, you've got history. I'm a loyal person. I'm a person that, I'm a person that if we had a, experiences and we spent time together and we, we reason on a certain level, I'm not gonna throw you in a bin just because a man's got a missus. Like, what's that? That's nonsense. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Because you might have helped me be the person that I am today. I might have made mistakes and learned through being in and around you that now has made me the person that my missus now wants to be with. Like, sometimes you, these women should be even saying thank you. She's so gonna you know, spud like, you know what? Thank you for 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 the knowledge and wisdom you've put into my into my. Now gonna husband like sometimes i feel like you've won we're married Do you understand let me have my friends like and i'm a man that likes the company of women i don't understand i like to be around women like i've got mandem with batter and that but I, I like to be in the company of women 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 are nice i don't understand my wife wants me to just chill with mandem and this has not been my experience this is not what i've lived i've got mum and sisters do you understand? I've got cousins. You can chill with them. I've got cousins. You can chill with them. I've got friends. I can't, do you see? You're going say I can chill with them. That's what I'm trying to say. So th- the point being is that there's balance. But at the same time, I respect my wife. I respect her views. I respect her opinion. And I understand that I've got to make certain changes to make sure that there are boundaries. And I think, yes, there were certain things that when it came to boundaries that I wasn't doing so in certain cases for certain people, maybe I was being like a, a surrogate boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? In regards to like, you know, always being there to help them with this and help them with that. And da, 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 da. And I had to obviously put those boundaries in place because that's t- me spending all that extra time is taken away from me being a, a good father, me being a good husband, me focusing on my business and what I need to do to make sure I can support my family. And so those boundaries had to be put in place. Um, But it wasn't easy. It definitely wasn't easy. And it's still not easy till today. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm a friendly person. I like to meet new people. I like to get to know people. And it can be difficult because my wife doesn't like me to know anybody other than people that I've known since the 90s. Do you
1: know, I'm going to stop there because, yeah, let's move on. This is a whole podcast. Episode. It's a whole podcast episode, in so, you know, in itself. So we might revisit that one again, but let's let's move on. So your fourth one was someone who looks down on other people. Was it yours? No, because mine was who doesn't want kids. No, you haven't done that. No, but mine was boundaries. We just did mine, so we're back to your one now.
0: Do boundaries?
1: Yeah, I just talked about with exes okay. and girlfriends and that. okay, Yeah. And then your fourth one was
0: someone who looks down on other people. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just don't like rude people. I just don't, I don't like people that, like, let's say I'm a man that I, we might go to a nice restaurant. Yeah. And obviously we might dress nice and whatever, but don't talk to the waiting staff anyhow. I'm not, I'm not about that life. Don't do that. Don't be, don't be rude to people unnecessarily. Don't bring attitudes to people because people are serving you. Like, be nice be polite, like for me I just don't like people like that that makes me think how do you how do you speak to people when you're upset do you know what I mean mm. like so if if you are in a, you're happy but you talk down to people when you're upset how will you talk to me mm. do you understand and I think to myself like some people like it then makes me think how are you raised like why would you feel that because you're in a because somebody is serving you Like, you can talk to them anyhow. That doesn't make sense to me Because somebody's serving you, you can talk to them. No way. Like, me, I talk to the postman, the garbage man, I greet them good morning. I don't wait for them to say hello to me, you know. I will greet them good morning. I don't know. I don't, like, do you understand? Like, people are helping. But these guys, if these men didn't take man's rubbish and they were sitting out there, my yard would stink. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely.
0: Like, if these men don't, if these men don't cut the grass, if these men, like, do you understand? If, no matter anyone I see, if boss man don't have have drink in the shop, what am I drinking? To So for me, I don't care if I go to whatever. Like I, the respect is important. I don't like I don't like that energy around me that people that talk down on people, or look down on people. I don't care. Like even when I go into these rooms and I meet people, I meet people that are successful. Don't talk to any. I don't. They will never talk to me anyhow because obviously a lot of the time, man's bringing that financial knowledge that is needed and yeah. they know that I know it's that, they don't know. Uh-huh. So, so they need help from me. So they would always give man respect, but they'll see someone and they'll be like, all oh, right, not, not around me, not around me. I don't, I don't like that, Like, Respect everyone, everyone deserves, everyone deserves respect no matter what their job is. And, and, and for me, that's really important. And I'm, I'm a man that used to go into events, especially financial events, and the only other black people in the room are the ones serving. Uh-huh. And guess what? I'm chilling with the service. Do you know what I mean? Who cares? I don't care. I don't, I don't care for, for making people feel uncomfortable. Because you don't know, someone might be feeling weak. Someone might actually be feeling like, "Wow, oh, I'm a server. People are gonna look at me in a certain way. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you're now living that up. I want you to know that. You're helping. Thank you. You're you're giving you're, you're providing me with a service. You're adding value to my experience. And I appreciate you for doing that.
1: So, okay. I I agree with you with regards to that. And obviously for someone who's come from the service industry, I realise how people can treat you and how it can make you feel. And that's a big thing that you have to be thankful for everyone around you because you don't know where they've come from and why they're in the position that they are today. So being courteous and being a nice person Mm -hmm. And I know, I know will probably say, like, sometimes I'm not the nicest person, but I'm just, if I don't know you, I'm not necessarily comfortable around you. But I've yeah. had to learn when I'm around him to at least be relaxed around people yeah. just so that people can get to know me and see that, okay, I'm not rude or anything. I'm just not comfortable sometimes in big in big crowds yeah. and large spaces. I,
0: and sometimes I would tell him to stay at home, fam, because if, I'm not going to lie. I'm, it's important to me, like, you represent man's brand, like, mm-hmm. your man's wife, like if, people, if pe- people, people might know you who you don't know, do you know what I mean? And if you're coming there and your face is looking hard or you're looking like, and then people might feel like, ah, oh, man's wife's there, can I say hello? Bruv, stay in your yard, bruv. Like, it's not, it's not by force. Like, for me, it's really important that we're open, that what I do is help people. People show man love every single day, do you know what I mean? Like man's videos, comment on man's videos, share man's posts. If they see man in public, they better know, like, come give me a dap, come say hello to me, whatever. Like, and I don't want anyone to ever feel uncomfortable. And even with you and your, like sometimes just the fact that I'm a nice guy gets me business. Mm. Like people will say, wow, I really like you. I want to put you in a show. I really like you. I want to work with you. Do you understand? Mm. Just being nice can ha- has its own benefit. So it's, it's important that, you know, and like you said, sometimes it's your upbringing, things you've been through in life. And, and sometimes it's just your face. That actually you can't change your face. Sometimes, if you're not smiling, your face might look the most friendliest. Mm. It's not. It's not. But it's not by that you're. You know what I mean. And there's nothing you can do about that other than try when you remember to add a smile. Do you know what I mean? Mm. To let people know that you're approachable. Mm,
1: absolutely.
0: So what's your fourth one, right? My
1: fourth one is who doesn't want kids or oh, someone, someone who, who wasn't who wasn't family orientated. Mm-hmm. I always know I wanted kids from when I knew how kids were made. Mm. No joking. But I always knew I wanted kids. I always knew I wanted a big family. I come from a big family, so it was really, really important that whoever mm. I got with wanted kids mm. and had a good relationship with their family because I have a good relationship with my with my family yeah. and, um, and my siblings. And I wanted to have that sort of environment that, if our siblings, if, I, if we had multiple kids, they could play together mm. and there was someone that could support me, help me, walk with this journey with me. So that was a big, big thing for me
0: yeah.
1: because if you don't want kids, we can't be together. No yeah. matter how much I love you, we can't because... If we didn't have a kid, you might end up resenting me okay. or resenting the kids. I've heard stories when guys were like, oh, I didn't want to be a father because I loved you. I became a dad and I hated it. And they walked out and now you're a single mom. Mm. But the guy told you that he didn't want kids. So if that's something important to you, then find someone who wants the same thing as you. Don't get together and pray that they change their mind later on in life. They might change their mind later on in life.
0: They might not. Yeah, we but, saw it with my man, the Chinese woman. Um, yeah. Jenny... I said Chinese, she might be Filipino, I don't even know which. Mean, Jenny
1: May and Young Jock, she was married for a very long time. Well, she, she did not want kids.
0: Why? Because of the person she was married to. Like, sometimes you can have a... Sometimes you meet the person, you know, actually... No, I, I, I want to have a... Like, mm. even Young Jock... Um, not Young Jock, it's Jeezy, Young Jeezy. Jeezy young Jeezy. Yeah. Young Jeezy was like, rah, you know what, I'm happy to... I, I know you don't want kids, that's fine. Mm. And then, like, being with him, being... To, like. That love that they shared together made her feel like, no, I wanna, I wanna bring a child yeah. into the world. Do you know what I mean? Whereas she didn't have that with her, with her other partner, even though he really wanted yeah. and hoped that she would change. You know what I mean? So yeah, sometimes you meet the right person and it works out. But yeah, yeah.
1: but yeah. So that, that was one thing. I was unlucky for me. Manuel comes from a family similar family size to mine, and he wanted kids and he wanted a family. So it was an easy. Easy take on the list. You come up. You know how we do.
0: So, yeah. Yours was... My final one. Your final one. Body count. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And I know this is techie.
1: Techie. This one is
0: technical. But for me, like, I'm not... I've never... I don't really ask. I don't really ask women about their their body count. I've never really been with that type of person. But I wouldn't necessarily, even though I wouldn't really arts, I wouldn't really be comfortable personally marrying someone that had a really high body count that's had loads of, do you know what I mean? Because I just feel like I'm sharing, like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just not, that's just not me. And I know people that like, oh, you have a past and, you know, you go through a, maybe go through a certain phase in life where you wanna experiment and you're, you're being very liberal and so forth like that. And then you learn and, you know, something. Do you know what I mean? You can learn from, and that's fine. But I think there's a certain level, certain degree. You know, I think um, yes, that's something that for myself that I just wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's not. And and high is different to different people. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I'm not saying there's a certain like certain number for, that I would say out uh, in general. So I'm never going to say a number to say right this is the standard. No, that like what I think is high, somebody else might think is low. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and that's fine. Do you know what I mean? So. I don't even want to put a number out there to say what's high and what's not. But for me personally, just, I wouldn't be comfortable feeling like, rah, you know, every time, every time we meet a brother, like maybe that brother smashed, or this is my friend from school. Oh, you know what I mean? This is like, oh, or, or you've been in a certain area and that mm. like, we live in that area. People are like, oh, you can move. But it's just, I just wouldn't feel, that's just not something that I feel like I want, you know what I mean? And I, and I was lucky to meet you and, you know, like, we thank God, do you know what I mean? But I did investigations, I did searches, I I found, like, people, I knew people that went to, went to your uni that you didn't know that I knew, and, you know, I asked them questions, and, you know, the answers were were good, we thank the Lord Jesus, so, yeah, but I think, also, like, you might not know, do you know what I mean? Mm. But, you know, do you know what I mean? You can tell, like, and, and there's difference, there's difference with someone having a high body count, and someone being experienced, Mm. do you know what I mean? Because, you might, you might have only been with three or four people, but you've had a lot of sex, oh. do you know what I mean, with those three or four people, and um, you're experienced, do you know what I mean? Um, so I haven't got, I wouldn't have had a problem with someone that's experienced, oh. do you know what I mean, um, and, and so forth. But for me, just that, those high numbers of different sexual partners just would, wouldn't be something that, that would attract me to a person.
1: Okay, cool. We were having a discussion about this because we saw something. And I said, but what? But can the same be said for women? Because you've done your videos and you've talked about community penis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Can women have the same sort of thought process when they meet a guy to say, oh, I don't want the guy that if I introduce him to my friend, they're going to be like, I'm coming to you as a friend. Or my friend's like, oh, I know someone that's accepted, or I know someone that's with him. Can women have that same, or does it not? Is it different when it's a woman applying the same sort of
0: uh, A woman can benchmark? have whatever standard, whatever benchmark she wants. That's that's down to her. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? I think, to answer what I think you're trying to say is, is that what happens is this, when you have that, because so many guys have had it, you now limit, it makes it a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. I think also when we look at society, society, and hopefully it's changing society, almost pressures guys to go and, you know, soil your royal oats mm-hmm. and go and, you know, be promiscuous and have loads of, uh, and get so that when you, you know, you know what, you know what you're doing mm-hmm. by the time you get there. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think women, women have been a lot more relaxed and it's it's up to women to change that standard. If women start saying no, I don't want to be with a guy that's been with x number x number of partners. Then guys, if they want to be with these types of women, will have to make the changes. Mm. Like you have to understand, a lot of men we're seeing men now. When I grew up, it was all baggy clothes. Now I'm seeing men with skinny this and skinny that. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. When we we had man, them that was just about sport and didn't now. Man, them are being more emotional. Man, Mm. man them are getting into who's bringing this across. You know what I mean? That's man them understanding this is what women want Mm. this is the type of man that women want if i want to attract the type of woman i want i've got to become that type of man so if women decide to put it out that this is what they want and that's what's important to them men will do the same okay fair enough but women don't put it out there women love the they love that you had bear because they think you're going to be able to flip them upside down and left right and center and yeah we can They got the then. Boop, boop,
1: boop, boop. Oh, my gosh. I think my last point, I kind of covered it with the hygiene card. Mm-hmm. So, that's, I think that's the end of our points on things that are known that we we would not have agreed on. Is there
0: anything you're thinking now, though, that you think that you'd add? Is there anything you think that's just a non-negotiable for you when you're thinking about marriage or whatever? Uh, not too much, silence. You know what? No, the sorry. I'm just thinking,
1: oh. I don't know. I think I've never just someone who's day.
0: Uh, i had nails. Okay, 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 my goodness, <laughs> dirty, I don't know. the way you said it was very powerful, okay, no problem, no problem, all right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the E-Man Effect podcast, thank you, I know you've been away, we're back, please like, share, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, like, subscribing is free, please do it, help us build our community. We're going to continue to bring this content to you, continue to build. Let us know in the comments if there's anything else you want us to talk about, any topics you want us to speak about. Let us know if you've got any financial questions and I can bang that into a video as well. So yeah, keep tuning into the channel. I've been Emanuel your financial advisor, the E-Man Effect, that money guy.
1: And I'm Mary Sucro, He's better half. And um, have a lovely
0: day. Thank you. blessings.